Hello, everybody, and welcome to Turn to Page 23, Zapped in Space. How you doing, Wrapped in Space? I am... I'm absolutely wrapped in this space. Yeah, there we go. Three different usages of it. Absolutely. This cover is different, my man. I don't like change. Neither. It's the scariest thing of all. It perhaps gives me the most goosebumps to partake in change. Uh, <laughs> but... This, this is definitely the most frightening cover for exactly that reason. It yeah. confronts us on our deepest core as humans. I will say, though, like yeah. the previous set of covers had a... And, and, you know, I'm certain part of this nostalgia is just for the Goosebump series itself, but it had kind of like a nostalgic design of the late 70s, yeah. early 80s. Whereas this is exactly the design of the mid-80s onto 90s that I still abhor. Yeah, I, I don't know, but at the same, it's interesting. I, I kind of like him. He's like a, he's a two-headed alien. He's going, eh, there's, there, no longer is there any uh, curve land. He's just on a mm. br bridge. Yeah, we've got Maybe? concentric lines. Yeah, we got concentric. concentric? Sorry, <laughs> sure. We, we got lines pointing towards the horizon point, right? Hell, hell we just got straight lines, just in general. Yeah. Just any straight I lines <laughs> is 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 new for us in the Goosebumps covers. But he's giving me I like, will... uh, you know, it was uh, quasi niche. He's giving me cosmic encounter vibes for sure. But oh, absolutely. Uh, this guy know, plays two cards per encounter phase. Abs 100%. 100%. Very simple to play. Yeah. But I will say, just slight, slight uh, rejoinder to my previous statement, I'm not dunking on the artist. I'm dunking no. on the layout of the book. The art itself, still great. Yes, The I layout agree. of the book with the neon glow around the edges is... Uh, da, 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 da. I agree. I agree. It's, too, it, it's, it's, it's a Winamp player. It is a Winamp player. But I... I'm excited to see, I'm, you know, I'll, there's a little bit of goosebumps upon my arms, worried that mm -hmm. the books will be different as well, but I feel like they probably aren't. I feel like it's, I feel like the Give Yourself Goosebumps books are, they have a formula, and you just like, mm -hmm. you press a button, and then you've made a new one, and it's just mm -hmm. as good, and it's great. <laughs> like, yep. but we'll see. Uh upon that change as well we also have a new format that hopefully like because we have uh we can't use the nice clean pdfs where we have the clickable stuff we actually have to do like some searches and stuff so if there's any kind of like hiccups or slower pacing to things uh that's going to be why but we've already you know preambled enough do you want to take us to the beware absolutely first i would like to say thank you to crystal yeah, for man. giving her yeah. copy of this book to archive.org yeah. the one that we are currently accessing Shout out to Crystal. Woo! <laughs> it says it, it's like actually written in the book, to be clear. <laughs> like, it's It it's is, fun. yes, directly atop the beware. <laughs> beware, Crystal. Crystal, beware. Wait, did they do that uh, on purpose? Only Crystal needs to beware any of these things. If your name is not Crystal, none of this is going to be relevant to you. Exactly. Crystal, beware. Do not read this book from beginning to end. Cool. You've heard Madame Zap's Arcade has the most advanced virtual reality games ever made. Want to try the Arctic Adventure? It seems so real you can't stop shivering. Can you keep warm long enough to track down the abominable snow woman? Or check out Adrift Off Vega and pick your alien foe, a two-headed vegan, or 
a giant cockroach, or a deadly yellow blob. But be careful. There's something you don't know about these games. Something horrifying. What does this have to do with space? <laughs> no clue. I mean, like, so if we go to a drift off Vega, uh -huh. I guess maybe oh. it's virtual reality, actual reality, and then we'd get blasted into space. But like, we could gotcha. just uh, avoid the call and go straight hang out with the abominable snow woman. I mean, I'll say like, it does sound appealing, but I also it feel does. like you know, I think the drift off Vega is probably it's got to be it. Uh, but yeah, all right. We can well, definitely lean that way. Are you ready for the first page? Uh, as ready as I can be. Change is Excellent. scary. This can't be the place! Your friend Katie cries. Uh, it's the right address. Your other friend Jordan replies. He reads from the yellow flyer. 112 Front Street. You stare at the shabby brick building in disbelief. The windows are broken, the front steps are crumbling. There's no way this crummy place can be the new virtual reality arcade. But then you notice a cracked and faded sign. Madam Zapp's virtual reality arcade. This is it! You exclaim. What a letdown. Ever since you and your friends first saw the flyers, you wanted to visit the arcade. You bicycled all the way here from the other side of town. But this building looks as if it's been empty for years. How is there a virtual reality arcade in 1997 but that, that's been open for so long that it's run down? <laughs> I don't agree. <laughs> uh, this is the prime time for arcades as well. This is yeah. before they even died. Yeah, this is before they died. It's a virtual reality one and it's long extinct. Oh, excuse. All right. You and your friends climb to the crumbling steps. A heavy wooden door stands partway open. Inside, it looks dark and cold. Let's go, Katie says nervously. This dump's probably crawling with rats. Don't be a wimp, Jordan scoffs. Let's check it out. Go ahead. Push the door open and step inside on page two. You step inside and find yourself in a circular, neon-lit room. Posters line the walls, and between the posters stand small plastic booths. Each booth contains four bucket seats in front of complicated control panels. You wonder why they put a high-tech room in such a junky building. It's almost as if the owner didn't want to attract too much attention. Cool! Katie exclaims. Check out these posters! Jordan cries. You examine the nearest poster. It shows a kid fighting with a dinosaur. Another poster pictures an old-fashioned western shootout. In another one, kids are whitewater rafting. Wow! You blurt out. I'm dying to play one of these games. How interesting. <laughs> Whispers a chilling voice. You jump in surprise. The voice cuts into you like a frigid wind. Find out who's speaking on page three. You turn around and stare. Facing you is a tall woman dressed in filmy gray robes. A gray veil covers her face. She wears a wide-brimmed gray hat and gray gloves. What's with the cover-up, you wonder? She's dressed for winter in the middle of summer. I'm Madame Zapp. The woman announces in a whispery voice. Welcome to my arcade. You're my very first customer. <laughs> you reach into your pocket for a coin. Where do I put my quarters? Madame Zapp holds up her hands. You notice they're huge, 
bigger than Shaquille O'Neal's. So are her feet. <laughs> okay. First time customers are free. She whispers. All right. Jordan shouts. Before you start, my little friends, you must put on helmets and special gloves and boots. They're connected to a computer. A computer program makes the adventure seem real. Very real. <laughs> Madam Zap laughs. Okay, I'm ready to roll. You declare. Wait. Madam Zap orders. There's just one problem. What is it? Find out on page four. Only two adventures are available right now. Madam Zap says. Abominable Snow Woman and Adrift Off Vega. The poster for Abominable Snow Woman shows kids in a snowy field fighting a fierce-looking bluish-white creature. Overhead, violet and yellow northern lights glimmer. Adrift Off Vega shows a spaceship in front of a large yellow planet. What's Adrift Off Vega like? You ask. It's a space adventure. Madam Zap replies. It's still got a few bugs. I mug the camera. Personally, I recommend Abominable Snow Woman. What's the plot? You ask. I don't want to ruin any surprises. She whispers hoarsely. Her deep, rumbling laugh begins to echo off the walls. You ask. What if we want to quit the game? To end the game at any time, reach up and remove your helmet. She replies. But you won't want to end it. This lady's ultra creepy, you think. But the games look excellent. Enter the virtual reality booth on page 72. 72. 72. And this is part of our change. We are going to be searching for this. It's true. Flip, flip, Man, flip. I'm already here, though. I'm super <gasps> fast. I'm well so done. good at it. I'm really hip with change. I love change. I love change. So, sorry if I scared so you. So adaptable. I sorry if I scared you. It's because I changed. Uh, sorry, I was just changing real so, quick. So I was just changing. I'm just like I'm kind of trying something new. Just being like fine with change. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Tell me how that works. I, I can pick up a couple tips. I'll let you know when I'm uh, not lying. You and your friends step into a plastic booth. You flop down in one in one of the bucket seats and put on the gloves, boots, and helmets. The helmet comes down. <laughs> the helmet comes down to your chest. You can barely see through the dark plastic visor. Hey, who turned out the lights? Jordan jokes. I don't like this. Katie grumbles. I can't see. Don't worry. Madam Zap tells her. Once the computer's on, you'll see. Plenty. She plugs wires from the helmets into the console. Which adventure will you pick? She asks. Her whispering voice sounds like waves breaking against the shore. I pick a drift off Vega, Jordan announces. Me too, Katie echoes. You hesitate. The poster for Abominable Snow Woman looked more interesting to you. Hey, you, you, they shouldn't be able to choose what's more interesting to us. But you're not well, sure you I want to play mean, it alone. They read my mind, I mean, it's, you know, yeah, but like, <laughs> it might be more fun to team up with Katie and Jordan. To play Abominable mm -hmm. Snow Woman alone... Page 97, to team up with Jordan and Katie in a drift off Vega, 81. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
I mean, we have been kind of, almost as a rule recently, trying to lean towards what is depicted on the cover, which I think could even be like a useful thing for us later when we go possibly yeah. return to and then choose not to. So I think, let's go with the Adrift I, Off Vega. I think that sounds right, because I don't like change. Sorry, I changed. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I changed again. Wow, you changed your answer to that, huh? Uh... Well, don't, I'm terrified Don't now. point that out. That scares me. <laughs> 81. I want to play a Drift Off Vega. You tell Madam Zap. Madam Zap shrugs. It's your choice. She says. But you may be sorry you didn't take my advice. Before you can answer, she shuts the door to the booth. Through the helmet visor, you see her throw a, sh a switch. Instantly, you're slammed hard into the seat. Okay, good. All right. Oof. <laughs> Oh. It's still the goosebumps we know and love. Thank God. Your whole body presses against the cushions. You feel as if you weigh a thousand pounds. A deafening roar fills your ears. It sounds like a thousand jet engines powering up at once. The booth shakes and rocks. This must be what it feels like to take off in a real rocket, you think. It's so cool. The noise of the virtual engines grows even louder. The booth shakes even more. There's one last heavy bump, then silence. The walls of the booth vanish. Whoa, where are you? Find out on page 35. You're in a large room. <laughs> the metal walls oh, are painted. I mean, yeah, it checks out. The metal walls are painted gray. On your left is a heavy round door. <laughs> on your right, a huge window through which you see millions of stars. Beneath the window, you notice a small hatchway. It's perfect. Just the way you imagine a spaceship would look like. You peer out the window, a big reddish planet with yellow rings swims into view. It looks kind of like Saturn, but the colors are different. To be legally distinct. Oh. <laughs> In case we get sued it's by Io. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. This is a way cool ship. Jordan exclaims. Yeah, and it really looks like there's a planet out there. Katie comments, gazing into the blackness. You reach out to touch the thick plexiglass of the window. It's cold. You knock on the metal wall. Clang! It all seems so real. You agree? It's awesome! I wonder when the adventure starts. At the, that moment, the big round door crashes open. Even though you know the game isn't real, you can't help screaming when you see what fills the doorway. Scream on over! to page 15. Oh. Ah, the thing in the doorway is eight feet tall. Its smooth oh, green skin is covered with grayish <laughs> slime. It's got two heads with giant lidless eyes, and it's got four long ropey arms, each with wicked clawed fingers. Ew. Katie cries. Gross! It's an alien! Jordan exclaims. I guess the game's starting. Maybe we're supposed to fight it? The alien stomps towards you. Its feet leave puddles of slime like a snail. You, you glance around for weapons, but all you see are some empty boxes. No Verderon ray guns or light swords. The alien's forearms wave wildly. Am I, is, am I supposed to know what Verderon ray guns are? No, 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 they're legally distinct from anything you might have Okay, known. okay, okay, okay. The light swords, however, directly ripped. Yeah. Black drops of goo fly from his fingers and land on Katie's skin. Ow! 
Ow! She cries. It burns! Don't be dumb. Jordan scoffs. How can it burn? This is virtual reality. You can't even get hurt in here. That's what you think. Katie snaps. She holds up her arm. Ugly red blisters are popping up all over her skin. Cool. Jordan exclaims. That looks totally real. It is real. Katie complains. This is no fun. I'm getting out of the game. She reaches up and pulls off her virtual reality helmet, and then she screams, What's going on? Find out on page 115. <laughs> What's going on? Head come off? We'll find out on page 115. What's the matter, Katie? You cry. You and Jordan quickly pull off your own helmets. Then you understand why Katie is screaming. Even without the helmet on, you're still in the gray metal room. The alien is still there, too. What's going on? Jordan cries. Why are we still here? Don't panic! You call. It must be a glitch in the game. It's not a dumb. <laughs> the alien says in a hollow mechanical voice. You notice a metal speaker attached to its neck. What do you mean it's not a game? You demand. Of course it's a game. We're in virtual reality arcade. Wrong. The alien announces. This is real. We kidnapped you from the arcade. Your head spins. It must be part of the adventure, you think. It's gotta be. No way. They were not they weren't in on that meta stuff in 1997. No, sir. You tell the alien. This is all part of a computer program. Would you like another demonstration of my reality? <laughs> the alien asks. Before you can answer, it, sh it snakes a long, slimy arm around your neck and starts to squeeze. Help! You can't breathe! Quick, turn to page 121! That doesn't prove anything. Nah, it doesn't mean anything. They could have the machine choke me. Yeah. It's, 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 you just zoom out and it's just that creepy lady. Just a little squeeze. <laughs> At uh, last, the alien relaxes its grip. You gasp for air. Now do you believe I'm real? <laughs> now I'll do it again. The alien asks. <laughs> you nod slowly. It must be true. You're really in space. The alien really did kidnap you. How, how did you bring us here? You ask. Ooh. The alien replies. We're about to transport pod to look like a virtual reality pod. <laughs> but Why? Katie asks. And what do you want with us? Just then, a panel in the wall chimes softly. A voice says something in a weird, whistling language. Oops, Jasmine. The alien says after listening to the message. I must leave for a moment. When I return, you will do as I say. The alien slimes through the door. <sighs> Yikes. That description made me convulse. <laughs> it slimes through the door. I want to go home! Katie wails. We can't, dummy! Jordan moans. We're stuck here! You force yourself to think logically. Well, if we can overpower the alien somehow, maybe we can force it to take us home. How are we going to fight all those arms? Jordan protests. I say we try and escape through that hatch. He points to the small hatch underneath the window. We have six arms. They have four. We win. I don't... Okay. Exactly. To we fight, have the arm advantage. Th we have an arm advantage. Uh, to fight the alien, turn to 48. To escape through the hatch, 28. 
Uh, we have armed supremacy. We, we we absolutely need to win this fight, right? Absolutely. We're like, I mean, by our powers combined, we are Goro from Mortal Kombat. You know what? We have two more heads than Goro and four <gasps> more legs than Goro. Oh. <laughs> and eight fewer abs than Goro. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay are we fighting the alien oh yeah sorry i, I was gonna jump ahead to 48 I, I i understand there's a hatch below part of me is discounting that based on the fact that if we're in space going through a hatch is space possibly but it might not be it could be elsewhere in this ship what do you think uh i think yes i'm just realizing that we now have to i have to figure out how to get to the other page because i had i you know could open up the change is hard we could bookmark the other pages and we could go back to it easy i, I got it i think i wrote it i'll have to write it down totally understood all right 48 okay okay listen up we have to work together if we're going to beat this slimy alien you say quickly the only possible weapons in the hold are empty cartons they're not much but they're better than nothing each of you picks up a carton and then you wait moment later, the door opens. The alien slithers in. Now! You shout. You hurl your box at the hideous creature. Yeah! Katie shouts, throwing her carton. Take that, black old breath! <laughs> Jordan yells, swinging a box like a club. The alien throws its forearms in front of its faces to protect itself. One of the cartons slams into the stomach. The alien screams in rage and bounds towards you and your friends. Hot globs of black goo from its fingers spray all over the room. You scream as the acid goop splatters you. Keep throwing stuff! You shout to your friends. It's our only hope! Go to page 33. <gasps> 33 cannot be searched. I'm gonna have to go there manually! Oh no! Oh no! We're here. Look at me too. <laughs> Uh, you and your friends grab more cartons and throw them as fast as you can. One of the cartons lands over one of the creature's heads. Another carton covers the other head. The alien lets out a high-pitched squeak of pain and confusion. It begins to stagger in circles. It can't see! Katie cry. cries. Cray <laughs> the alien squeaks in panic. It falls heavily to the floor. Its arms wave feebly in the air. You approach the alien holding another carton. You kick a carton off of the other creature's heads. Wait. You kick a carton off of one of the creature's heads. Then you kick off the second carton. No! The alien squeaks. Don't hit me again. What a whip. Jordan mutters. I won't hit you if you promise to return us to Earth. You announce in your deepest voice. The alien gazes meekly up at you. Tears flowing out of its eyes. I'm sorry. It says. That is impossible. Why? Turn to page 92. Oops. You were on Earth the whole time, silly. <laughs> we can't take you home. The alien whimpers. We used up all our power bringing you here. <laughs> Your heart skips a beat. Can it be true? No! Katie cries. I don't believe it! It's true. The alien says. We had to do it. You're our only hope. 
You see, for centuries, we vegans have been at war with the Arcturians. We fought all our battles by computer, with virtual reality games. But the Arcturians invented a new game. A horrible, dangerous game. We don't dare play it. We might get hurt. So the Arcturians are about to win the war. So? You ask? What? <laughs> what does that have to do with us? Hmm. You must have fed the Arcturans for us. The so are we going with are we going with vegan? I I swapped to vegan. I guess vegan, vegan, either or vegan. It's it's if it's Vega, I guess it's vegan. I guess you're right, vegan. Yeah. Absolutely. If it is, if it's Vega, I'm gonna go vegan. It, Let's do it. <laughs> Sony vegan uh, replies. The vegan replies. Earth kids are the best damn players in the galaxy. Oh. In other words. You're too chicken to play? You want us to do it for you. Forget it. You scoff. Take us home. <laughs> I tell you, we can't. The vegan insists. You have no way to get back unless you play the game. If you win, we can rebuild our power supply and return you to your home. <laughs> if you lose, you shall fight. You realize you don't really have a choice finally at the end of the page after checking four times. Mm -hmm. Like it or not, follow the vegan to the game room on page 68. I do like at the very least that our character does directly call them out for like, hey, um, you're just going to let them win the war because you're a wimp? What? Yeah, what? you're not even going to try to play in the video game. Like, oh, but if oh, we no. try this, we'll Earth die. Kids. What if we <laughs> accidentally die? <laughs> what if we die trying to stop the die? No. Mm. I don't want to die possibly. I want to die certainly <laughs> later. I, yeah, well. Uh, you, Jordan, and Katie hurry down the stairs. The air begins to feel humid. You can smell wet dirt and plants. Way above you, you can hear faint hissing noises. The lizard... What? Uh, I believe you are on the wrong page. We are looking for 65. I think you uh, went yes. to 92, which has led to... I 60. went to 68. Oh. This never happens there, there when you click. was another option, apparently. This never happens when you click. Change! We'll figure Change. it out. We'll get used to it. Uh, no lizard. No lizard, no cry. Uh, you follow the vegan to a big room filled with other four-armed aliens playing flashing arcade games. A big, new-looking game booth stands in the center of the room. This is where we fight the Arcturans. The alien tells you. The new war game has three levels. Red, yellow, and blue. You must start with either red or yellow. You must win both of them before you earn the chance to play the blue level. What happens if we win the blue level? You ask. The Arcturans will be defeated. The vegan replies. We will be powerful, and then you will return home. And what if we lose? Katie asks. You mustn't lose! The vegan cries. The game is virtual, but because your brain is connected directly to it, your fate will be quite real. If you die in the game, you yep. die in real life! There it is. You gulp. You've never played for such high stakes. You and your friends sit at the console. The vegan slips electrodes in your ears. When you win one level, you return home to begin the next. It tells you. Good luck. 
You and your friends study the console in front of you. A screen above the red level shows a red desert planet. A screen for the yellow level shows a big yellowish green planet. I mean, if we have to do all of them, I suppose it don't matter too much. Do you that have... is that is true. My only lean here is, uh, I, I, again, if we have to do both of them, it's not going to matter. My only lean is red is clearly going to be Mars, and I know more facts about Mars than I know about probably... I think that might be Venus they're talking about. I mean, but clearly they, it, it's going to be different because it's got to be legally distinct. But I'm Oh, done. sorry, you're right. Don't want to get sued by the Roman gods. <laughs> yeah, let's go to 95. They have great representation. Uh, you, uh, they must. <laughs> you would think. Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> it's just Hermes in court. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, look. I, I'm fine with either of these. Neither at, of them I'm at uh, has a lead for me. You're at 95? Let's I'm, go to 95. I'm, this is, of course, the red level. The red level. We'll play the red level. You tell the alien. Our scientists have made the map of the donor for that level. The, the vegan announces. It's not complete, but not a little help. It hands you a small scrap of paper. Then it reaches for a red switch. Well, I'll turn this on. It explains. We'll be transported to the red level. Remember, because the is connected to your brain, anything that happens in the game will really happen to. So be very, very careful. <laughs> a chill of fear runs down your back, but you have no choice. Your only hope of ever returning to Earth is to win these games. Still, you are finding out. You give a thumbs-up sign to Jordan and Katie. Ready? Asks the vegan. Ready! You all declare. The vegan throws the on switch. Start playing on page 27. Like, we haven't had many uh, divergent paths or choices so far, but, like, I like this. This is, this is fun. I, I, like, I like this one. New, new goosebumps better. <laughs> no. <Yeah>. change good <laughs> change good sometimes mm. i don't know to be clear i don't know if i think it's better but i do like this one and if the cover wasn't different i would think nothing of it being different so very true yeah a blinding light of forces wait a blinding light forces your eyes shut you feel as if you're on an elevator that's plunging out of control the following feeling suddenly stops as you open your eyes you're in a rose-colored room with red tile floors Red and pink couches, chairs, and tables are all scattered about. The warm air smells faintly of flowers. All is still and all is silent. We're in someone's living room, Katie whispers. She's right. One wall of the room is covered with framed pictures. Cross swords hang on another wall. Next to them is a rifle. Instead of a trigger, it has a collection of dials and knobs. It must be an energy weapon, you think. Through the large windows, you see a bare, scorching desert with a clear pink sky that arches over hot red sand. Strange, scraggly weeds poke up through the sand, and a red sun blazes overhead. Whoa! Katie exclaims. I wonder who lives here? There's a picture of him over there. Jordan replies, pulling a framed photo off the wall. His face goes pale. Uh-oh. He mutters. I think we're in trouble. Turn to page five. 
Oh, uh, I will have to scroll this. May you? I did. I'm already away. there. I just went to Patreon. <gasps> Speed demon. Yeah, I'm fast. I told you. Change good for me. I'm good at change. I love it. You rush over and grab the picture out of Jordan's hands. Katie peers over your shoulder. <laughs> Lizards! <laughs> she cries. I'm sure it's nothing's going to go wrong related to lizards. <laughs> no, sir. You gaze at the picture. It shows a lizard family, a mother, a father, and a baby. But you know they're not really lizards. For one thing, this isn't Earth. For another thing, you don't remember ever seeing a lizard with such long, sharp teeth. I think we'd better get out of here before they come home, you remark. Strolling to the open door, you step outside. Hot red sun sears your skin. Screaming in pain, you leap back out to, into the house. You glance at your arms. You've got sunburn in about a second. Forget that, you tell your friends. We'll have to find some place to hide while we figure out what to do next. Um, I think it's too late, Katie murmurs. Turn around. There's something behind me, isn't there? You turn around and you come face to face with the owner of the house. Don't make any sudden moves. Just go to page 46. Slowly. I'm doing it very slowly. Patiently. Well, if you aren't... Wait. Well, you aren't quite face to face. The lizard creature has not seen you yet. It's busy taking off a long coat made of shiny silver material. You stand frozen, staring at the alien. It's covered with red scales. A long red tongue flicks out between sharp teeth. It hangs the coat on a hook, then turns around. Its small, evil black eyes land on you. And then instantly, the scales on its back rise up. They make a buzzing sound like a rattlesnake. It opens its mouth and hisses. Then it leaps toward you. It's attacking! Jordan screams. Desperately, you glance around the room. The weapons on the wall catch your eyes. Run! You call to your friends. I'll hold it off! Which should you try, a sword or the energy weapon? Decide fast! Sword on 29, the energy weapon on 110. Uh... Is there some reason I mean... why they're going to be resistant to an energy weapon? I'm thinking it's either, like, their scales can reflect the energy weapon in some way, or it's not a weapon, it just looks like a gun, and it, we, it has dials on the side, yeah. or we don't know how to that's use what I, it. That's the one I, I was going to say, is I feel like we're not going to yeah. use it. But I almost want to do it just to be proven correct. I, I'm fine with you. Sword 29, energy weapon 110. I mean, we are in we are in a sci-fi, possibly even still game. Like, it's possible at the end of this, Madam's like, actually, I took off the second helmet. Nah, -ha. Um, sure. I don't know. Let's let's go for the energy weapon. Let's make the spicy decision this time. I think the sword's safe. Yeah, let's let's find out why it's wrong. If if yeah. nothing else, like, I'm happy to figure out why it's wrong. As exactly. I'm deeply curious about that. Yeah. As Jordan and Katie dash down the hall, you grab the energy weapon. Its stubby barrel is covered with glowing knobs and dials, and you have no idea what any of them do. Maybe you can fake it. You aim the weapon at the lizard, then back up slowly, ready to follow your friends. The lizard gazes at you. Its eyes widen. Is it afraid? And then it makes a strange barking noise. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. 
then hey, that lizard is laughing? Claws outstretched, it starts towards you. You twist one of the glowing dials on your weapon and nothing happens. Try another and another, still nothing. Press a knob on the bottom. Plink, ping, plink, kerblinkity. The weapon breaks into pieces. In desperation, you throw the pieces at the lizard. It slips on a ball bearing and falls flat on his face. You take off after Katie and Jordan as fast as you can. You hurtle around the corner, and then you skid to a stop. Your heart pounds. Katie and Jor Jordan? <laughs> Katie and Jordan lie motionless at the far end of the hall. What's wrong with them? Turn to page 76. <clears throat> Guys! You cry, running to them. Are you all right? Jordan raises his head. We're fine, he replies calmly. We were just trying to decide which way to go. Now you see why your friends are lying on the floor. They're gazing into a big open trap door with stairs that lead down to stairs leading down to one side of the trap door. A red plastic slide leads down the other. You suddenly remember the map that the vegan gave you. Quickly, you fish it out of your pocket and study it. The stairway leads to something called the Garden of Doom, you announce. And the slide goes to the Pit of Horrors. What a choice, Katie mutters. You examine the warning or the map more closely. In a big letters it says, "Warning: Do not approach the" and then the rest of the sentence is missing. Yes. Oh, well. Yes. <laughs> the lizard, Katie shrieks. Which way do we go? There's no <laughs> There's no intelligent way to decide, so take this silly test. Do you have a staircase in your own house? If so, climb down to the Garden of Doom. If you don't have a staircase, slide on down to the Pit of Horrors. I mean, I, d I do. I'm, I'm glad they're not gonna... Because uh, they can't just kill us on one of these paths. For, sorry, plebe, you don't have a staircase? Or, <laughs> like, I... I do. I'm an apartment liver. I technically have a staircase involved in this building somewhere. But you also technically don't. It. We have legal precedent to that's go for either. True. So, I mean, I guess technically we mostly have stairs. So that's 68. Let me just write down. Okay. Excellent. 68. The Garden of Doom. You, Jordan, and Katie hurry down the stairs. The air begins to feel humid. You can smell wet dirt and plants. Way above you, you hear a faint hissing noise. The lizard is still after you. <laughs> we made it. At last, you reach the bottom. You find yourselves in an alien greenhouse. Outside, the strong red sun beats down on the tinted glass. Thousands of bizarre plants grow from the pots and tubs. The plants are red, yellow, purple, black, every color but green. You gaze up at a huge cabbage-like plant with bright orange leaves. A purple palm tree grows in a pot by your side. Thick purple sap oozes from its leaves. Cool! Katie exclaims. Nice garden. You agree. But the lizard's still after us. We gotta think of a way to fight it. I've got an idea. Jordan offers. Examine his idea on page 85. I don't trust ideas from this guy. Yeah, I'm gonna examine. Yeah. I don't trust ideas. My, uh, my grandmother used to study lizards. <laughs> Jordan explains. 
She told me they can't be in a really hot sun for more than a few minutes. They'll fry. So all we have to do is lure it outdoors? You ask? Oh, right. Katie's voice is sarcastic. And then we'll fry too. Remember what happened when you tried to go outside? Oh, yeah. You gaze around the greenhouse. There must be something here you can use to protect yourself from all the sunburn. <laughs> no problem. You tell your friends. All we have to do is cover ourselves. We can make a sun hat from leaves or try some of that purple palm glue for sunblock. Will either idea work? The only way to find out is to try one. These both can backfire so bad. Absolutely. Sun hat. The, like, the... That's my arms. <laughs> oh my god, I wasn't even thinking about that. I was thinking more in the direction of like the the goo could even just amplify the effects of the sun. Oh or yeah, big time. The hat may just wilt immediately in the sun. I wasn't even thinking about the possibility of having to fight these plants. Yeah. I'm fine to fight a plant. I think. Like, you know what? You want to fight a plant by uh, making a sun hat out of its leaves? I think that there's a possibility we fight a plant either way, and the goo seems more stupid, but also, you know. Uh, all right, 117. <laughs> Let's make sun hats. You decide. You scan all the plants in the nursery carefully, looking for the largest leaves. <laughs> the lizard scuttles into the greenhouse. It spots you immediately. It zooms towards you. Run! Katie screams. She grabs a leaf from the nearby pink and blue striped tree. You and Jordan do the same. The leaves are big enough to cover your bodies. They're a weird, sparkling blue. You tear open the greenhouse door and head into the desert. But unfortunately, the leaves make terrible sun covers. In fact... The blue sparkles in them act like magnifying lenses. They make the heat of the sun even stronger. I was not thinking. I was definitely not thinking the leaves would amplify the sun. By the yeah. time you discover your mistake, your skin is already sizzling. Uh-oh. Looks like your, if your goose... Wait. It looks as if your goose is cooked. Any chance you had of winning this game just went up in smoke. But don't get hot under the collar. Just put this book away and try again when you've cooled down. Wow. The end. They just went all out. Uh, page nine. I'm, I'm cool hand Luke here. I'm fine. Don't worry. Let's continue. I'm cool as hell. Page nine. I hear the lizard. It's coming. Jordan cries. Quick. You heard your friends. Plaster the palm goo on yourselves. You bend down and grab two handfuls of purple goo. It's as thick as motor oil. It's so sticky that you can hardly spread it. It smells like garbage that's been left out too long. You don't care. You spread the disgusting stuff all over your face, arms, hands. Then you and your friends head for the door, just as the lizard enters the greenhouse. It peers around, searching for you. This way, frog face! You call. I dare you to come get us! Will your plan work? Find out on page 43. Come on, fly breath! You cry out to the alien. Let's go play outside. The lizard doesn't understand English, but it gets your drift. It leaps towards you. You move closer to the exit. Bet you can't eat just one human. You goad the lizard. It roars in anger. You move even closer to the exit. Just as the lizard jumps at you, Jordan throws the door open. The three of you rush outside. 
Hot desert air fills your lungs, but your skin is completely protected by the purple goo. Hey! The lizard leaps onto the desert sand and screams. Ten seconds later, it bursts into flames. Thirty seconds after that, it's just a heap of ashes. A flash of red light fills the desert air. When it dies away, you find yourself back in the <laughs> vegan battle room. It's been too long, I had to remember which way. <laughs> Congratulations! Your alien captor booms. You won the red level. You've already run, won the red level. No, no, no. Otherwise, go to level seven. Mm. I'm no cheater. I'm not going to cheat the game or myself. Flip, 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 flip. Seven. We'll try yellow. You declare. You and your friends prepare to begin the yellow level. Your vegan pal hands you a tiny bottle. It says. Can you give us any hints about the yellow level? You ask. There's no more time to talk. <laughs> the alien replies. There are turns they're close to running. All I can do is wish you good luck. Thanks a bunch. You grumble. Some help that is. The electrode in your ear begins to tingle. A moment later, the alien throws the on switch for the game. Start playing on page 88. A bright light flashes somewhere in your brain. You squeeze your eyes shut. Bells bong in your ears, then suddenly, silence. You feel heavy. Very, very heavy. You're so heavy, you can hardly even breathe. You force your eyes open. Your eyelids seem to weigh 20 pounds. The air is clogged with musty, greenish-yellow mist. Slowly, slowly, you turn your head. Beside you, Jordan and Katie slump in the swirling mist. They both seem to become... Fatter and shorter. Where are we? Katie asks. I don't know, but the gravity here is really strong. Jordan replies. His voice sounds low and hoarse. You touch the ground, it's spongy and damp. You try and stand up, but it takes you a long time against the gravity. Your feet sink deep into the mushy ground. You peer through the mist, and a big yellow blob drifts slowly, very slowly towards you. What is it? Get a better look on page 94. What's that? Jordan cries, pointing at the blob. It looks like a pile of lemon jello? Katie announces. As the creature comes closer, you decide Katie is right. It does resemble a six-foot-tall pile of jello. If jello could have one large, unblinking eye the size of a dinner plate. I mean, it can. If you want to make it like that, certainly. <laughs> the blob-like thing breathes in and out, in and out. I wonder what it wants. You murmur. Straining with effort, you move closer to the creature. After all, how dangerous could a shimmering blob of jello be? Move on to page 17. Uh, found it. Hell yeah. Oh, you win. You win the race. <laughs> the blob oozes along the spongy ground. Soon it's flowing over your sneaker. Slimes up your foot and begins to ooze towards your ankle. Its breathing grows louder. Yuck! You cry. You try and kick it away. But the blob won't let go of your foot. Your heart pounds. Get it off of me! You cry. Take off your shoe! Katie orders. Quickly, you kick your sneaker off. The blob goes with it. 
You can only stare in horror as your shoe disappears into the pulsing yellow mass. A moment later, the creature makes a burping noise. Then it oozes out in three directions at once. It's going after you, Jordan, and Katie. Let's get out of here! Jordan retorts. Katie edges. Run, you guys! Oh. Are you nuts? <laughs> Jordan retorts. I'm bigger than you two. I'm so heavy I can hardly move. Wait. You retort. <laughs> the vegan gave us a bottle. Maybe there's something in it we can use to fight the blob. You dig the bottle out of your pocket and hold it up. Hey, it's empty. If you run from the blob, turn to page 24. Battle it with the bottle on 22. We're absolutely trapping this guy in this bottle, right? I guess I don't know what else the bottle would be for. So I'm going to mark down 24 and move on to 22. You stare at the little bottle in dismay. The vegan said it might help you, but how do you fight a giant blob with a little empty bottle? The blob oozes towards you. Goes its breathing. Maybe it's some sort of secret weapon? You say, hopefully. You prepare to throw the bottle at the blob. Wait! Katie retorts. Maybe you're supposed to put <laughs> the blob in the bottle! Maybe she's right. It doesn't look possible, but... <laughs> yeah, right. Jordan sneers. That's like trying to put a car inside a shoebox. Throw the bottle! Hmm. Jordan has a point? <laughs> Jordan also spoke. <laughs> Jordan did indeed retort. Um, to try and put the blob in a bottle, turn to page 31. To throw the bottle at the blob, 45. If, if throwing it works, I mean, neither of these really make sense, let's be honest, but 31 mm. feels more correct to me. Yeah, I just don't want this thing to shatter and with it our hopes and dreams of surviving this uh, ordeal. That's okay. We have time travel. I'm going to try Katie's idea. You announce. It's because it's not stupid. You lean down, holding <laughs> the bottle out towards the blob. To your surprise, the blob starts to flow into the bottle. No way. Jordan gasps in surprise. I told you. Katie exclaims. You can't believe your eyes, but the blob continues to flow inside the bottle. How could something so big fit into such a tiny container? In a few moments, the entire blob is inside the bottle. It worked! Katie cries. We won! Jordan snorts. Uh, if we won, how come we're still on the planet? The vegan said we'd... Uh, vegan, sorry, I apologize, <laughs> got it wrong, said we'd return <laughs> to the game center. Yeah. You agree. You gaze at the bottle and think, capture the alien blob, but there must be something more to the game, something else you're supposed to do. Let me see it. Katie asks. She takes the bottle and peers in. It smells like lemon custard, she announces. Hey! You snap your fingers. Maybe that's the answer! Page 39 is where we go. To eat this slime? Absolutely. Katie stares at you. Maybe what is an answer? Look, somehow we have to get rid of this blob, right? You say to your friends. I mean, how else are we going to get back to the vegans? Now, the blob looks like food, and it smells like food. Hold on. Jordan makes a face. 
If you're gonna say what I think you're gonna say, don't. What are you gonna say? Katie wants to know. That's the only thing that makes sense. You are you? Will you please tell me what you're talking about? Katie shouts. Her face is red. What makes sense? How can we win? You take a deep breath. We have to eat the blob. Ooh, gross! Katie cries. I wish you hadn't told me that. I think I'm gonna barf. It makes me want to hurl too. You admit. But it might be our only way out of here. Eat the blob on 32. That's now my favorite. That's so good. <laughs> Change. Eat the blob on 32. Eat the blob on page 32. I'm on 32. I'll go first. You volunteer bravely. I mean, like, why do we all, like, theoretically, we don't all have to eat it. If it's just a little bottle, whatever. You volunteer bravely. Yeah, exactly. You take deep breath and dip a finger into the bottle. It comes out covered with slimy yellow goo. Do you really dare taste it? Your hand shakes as you lick your finger. For just a moment, you feel it's like throwing up and then you swallow. Hey, it's actually sort of good. You tell your friends. It really does taste like lemon custard. You pour a little of the goo out into Katie's palm. Her doubtful expression vanishes after her first taste. Yum! She cries. You and your friends pass the bottle around. In only a few moments, it's empty. You run your finger around the rim and lick off the last sweet drops. Whoosh! A strong wind begins to blow. It sweeps the greenish-yellow mist away. When the wind dies down, you find yourself back in the Vegan game room. We've completed the red level, so we're gonna go to blue. Wait. On page 104. Wait. If you have completed... Yeah, 104. What? Oh, four. Uh, we may need to pause momentarily here. Okay. We're back. Um, we are indeed. Amazing! The vegan says. You won both the yellow level and the red level. No one's ever done that before. What about the blue level? You ask. Has anyone ever won that? Despite the fact that I know you can only <laughs> access the blue level after completing both of those. <laughs> the vegan looks at you and stares. Alas, your instincts are corrupt. No vegan has ever managed to try. You will be the first. All I know is that it's a battle of wits between you and your parents. You mean all we have to do is outsmart a bunch of aliens? <laughs> Right there. Jordan asks. He laughs. <laughs> uh, piece of cake. The vegan looks annoyed. I think you'll find it quite a challenge. It snaps. The Arcturans are the most intelligent race in the galaxy. No one's ever out with a bug. Jordan gulps. The final level takes place in reality. Step through the gateway to Arcturus. The vegan orders... It leads you to a large doorway that throbs with blue energy. Crackling sparks fly from the doorframe. The electricity is so strong your hair stands on end. Step through to page 44. You cross through the blue doorway into a large white room. Blue-tinted sunlight streams in from the high window. At one end of the room stands three small tables. On top of each table is a round glass case, like an upside-down fishbowl. Inside each case is a big, bald head. Whoa, Jordan murmurs. 
Gross! Katie declares. You stare at the heads. They look human, but their skin is pale blue. Their eyes are open, but they don't move or blink. Are they alive? Welcome to Arctorus, the head with blue eyes pipes. You jump. Then, summoning your nerve, you approach the heads. Where are your bodies? You ask. We Arctorans have outgrown the need for bodies. We spend all of our time thinking. The green-eyed head replies. It gives you a superior smile. And then the third brown-eyed Arcturan asks you a question that totally surprises you. Read the question on page 112. The brown-eyed Arcturan gazes at you as if you were an insect. Are you Martians ready for a game? It asks. Martians? You blurt out. There's no such thing as Martians. We're from Earth. The brown-eyed Arcturan looks shocked. No such thing. Mars, Earth, it's all the same to us. The green-eyed Arcturan says quickly. The main thing is that you are inferior. I can't believe how conceited they are. Katie whispers. Maybe the final game won't be so hard after all. You whisper back. If these guys don't even know there's intelligent life, there is no intelligent life on Mars. They can't be as smart as the Vegans told us. We heard that! The blue-eyed Arcturan snaps. Forget it. You won't beat us. The game was designed by our wisest heads. They searched the galaxy for the three most difficult puzzles. <laughs> we can handle them, you declare boldly. Unlikely! The green-eyed head yawns. But if by some miracle you do win, we will end our war with the Vagans and allow you to return to Earth. <laughs> and what if we lose? Katie asks. If you answer even one question incorrectly, you and the Vagans will be our slaves forever. The third head cries. All right, give us the first challenge then. You say bravely. Take it on page 75. The first challenge is a test of knowledge. The first Arcturan tells you. It is based on the Goosebumps book we found in one of your time capsules. What? They searched for the hardest puzzles, three of the hardest puzzles on Earth, and they are about, and they are about Goosebumps. <laughs> yeah. That's insulting to say, our books are so so hard to remember that it's the most challenging puzzle. That's a, that's a, that's a self-burn. Uh, you can't help smiling. You and your friends have read all the Goosebumps books. There's no way you can blow this challenge. Uh-oh. This is the challenge. Uh-oh. The arc turn goes on. Entrapped in Batwing Hall, the members of the Horror Club go on a scavenger hunt. Which of the following is not on the list of items to find. One human bone, three hairs from a werewolf, a straw from a witch's broom, two claws from a bat, a piece of a mummy's bandage. Yikes, you bite your lip, that's a tough one. Um, so we did read this, but... We did, but I think if... If I recall correctly, uh, the scavenger hunt was the alternative option yeah. to the dare that we took. I'm going to say yes so that I don't feel bad. 
I'm almost certain that was the case. But, you know what? How about this? We know that Trapped in Batwing Hall includes us turning into a bat, and we also know that we have to go to the graveyard there. So we know that there is, like, you know, the possibility of the, the bone and the possibility of the bat both, both involved here. But at some point, I think in maybe both of them, you end up in that crypt. Are yeah. we there in the crypt in the other story looking for a human bone, maybe? Mayhaps. Uh, that It checks out to me. It also feels too on the nose and too easy to be the, the bat one. So, yeah, I think... Well, I mean, the item, the item that wouldn't be there in my mind would be the two claws from the bat. That's what I'm saying. That fe it, yeah, it, feels, okay. it feels too on the nose to me. But it is, goose, it is goosebumps. But alas, 12. Let's go to 12 and find out. Uh, 12? It would be 23. Wait. Oh, God. I, I, I just... Yeah, 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 yeah. It's all good. I'm in control. Oh, no. You know the answer to that question? The bat's claws weren't on the list. You declare confidently. For a moment, all three heads just stare at you. I don't believe it. The blue-eyed Arcturan cries at last. What? You're not saying I'm wrong, are you? You ask. No! The creature snaps. You're right. That's what I don't believe. How could someone with a head as puny as yours be right about anything? Its mouth turns down in a frown. Our heads are just the right size. Katie cries indignantly. Yeah, and we're ready for the next challenge. You add. The Arcturn smiles nastily. The next challenge is a difficult <laughs> math problem. I'm sure you Earthlings can't possibly figure it out. We might just surprise you, Jordan boasts. The Arcturn rolls its blue eyes. I doubt it. The wall behind the three Arcturn heads lights up. In blue writing, the challenge appears. Give it a try on page 16. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. This is a magic square made of the numbers one through nine. The green-eyed Arcturan tells you. All the numbers across, down, and diagonally should add up to the same thing, 15. But the number in the center is missing. <laughs> the Arcturan cackles. Here's the challenge. What is the missing number? I don't know, Crystal. What was it? <laughs> You're not a fingernail. Math was never your best subject. If only this puzzle was not was finished for you. Uh, but you're better at it than Katie or Jordan, so it's up to you. You gaze at the magic square, then you whisper briefly to Katie and Jordan. Sounds good to me. Jordan declares. Go for it. Uh... So to be clear, it's it's just like a row eight one six three, and then the next row is three blank seven. Next row four nine two. So it's like it's really, it is so easy. Anyways, it's, it's so easy for two reasons that I think are hilarious. Number one, your every line has to add to fifteen, so it's it's very easy to ultimately figure it out effectively. Just add numbers and see what's missing. Yeah. But the second is that it's all the numbers from except, one to nine except five. which of them is missing yeah <laughs> yeah pretty much uh so i think it's six yeah right. 
It's effectively like a Sudoku grid that's just like a square yeah, in Sudoku that's just missing it, one. It is quite literally a Sudoku grid that has one le one number that needs to be put in still. It's <laughs> ridiculous. Is there some kind of trick, you wonder? This is the easiest math question you've ever seen. Okay, well, at least, yeah. The missing number is obviously five. You tell the Arcturans. The three Arcturans glare at you in a stony silence. I guess that means we got it right, Katie says with a grin. Yeah! Jordan whoops, pumping his fist in the air. You're feeling pretty good now. Okay, let's stop messing around, you demand. Bring on the last challenge! You asked for it! The brown-eyed Arcturn says. It blinks twice and a grid of letters appears, hanging in the middle of the air. Here it is, but it's hard. Don't say we didn't warn you. Take the final challenge on page 120. <laughs> Below is a list of words having to do with the space adventure. A few of the words are hidden in the puzzle above. The words run forwards, backwards, up and down. Find and circle as many words from the list as you can. When you think you found all of the words that there are, count them. So, yeah, it's a crossword puzzle. <laughs> It is, it is, it is straight up a crossword puzzle. Uh, a crossword? It's a, a, a word search. Yeah, um, sorry, I, that's what I meant. This is a okay because thankfully, Crystal, absolute genius, knew how to defeat these Arcturans and has you know, the crossed off the correct answers here, which we can effectively just check her yeah. working. Blob. Alien, slide, and star do not appear to be in the grid. Yeah, because the words space is there, earth is there, blue is there, red is there, blob is there, ring is there, goo is there. Yeah. All right. Which means we found an odd number of words. Taking us all the way to page 63. Oh, wait, that's, sorry, that's not burst out laughing. Wrong one. We found an odd number of words. You tell the aliens. <laughs> I, thought that you just, <laughs> I thought I was missing something. The first turn glares at you. Its blue eyes bulge. Then suddenly you notice that its head is starting to swell. It seems to press against the side of the glass case. You glance at the other heads that are bulging too. What's happening? Katie whispers. I don't... I, I wish they started laughing before that. I that's mm -hmm. a that is a better page you start to say but your words are cut off by the sound of shattering glass the heads have grown right out of their cases and then splat 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 all three Arcturans suddenly explode turn to page 51 blue skin and bits of blue brain fly in every direction you cover your head with your arms oh that is so gross Jordan gasps yeah I'm definitely going to be sick now. Gagging, Katie wipes exploded Arcturan off her arm. A shimmering blue door appears in the middle of the room. The three of you stumble through it and find yourself back in the Vegan game room. Congratulations! A familiar metallic voice cries. It's your Vegan friend. Look at that! The Vegan shakes hands with all three of you at once. What happened to the Arcturans? You ask. I couldn't believe someone beat them. The Vegan explains. They exploded from an overload of vanity. 
We did what you asked, so... You point out. Now take us home. Oh, sorry. The vegan says. We can't do that now. Oh, no. What now? Find out on page 114. What? You yell. After all we did for you? Please, calm down. Rubble happy to take you home. The vegan assures you. But first, all my people want to meet you. They want to thank you for saving them from the dark torrents. Oh. Oh. All right. You grumble. But make it quick. The vegan takes you to a big room decorated with red, yellow, and blue streamers. You, Jordan, and Katie stand on a table, waving and smiling as the room is as the room fills with vegans. You're still a little creeped out by the vegans' lidless eyes and ropey arms, but you're glad you're able to help them. They seem so happy. Just call me the intergalactic warrior, Jordan boasts. Finally, the party winds down. Now, your vegan friend says at last. It's time to go home. All right, you cheer. Zoom home on page 53. We can't let you go home. We need to throw an absolute rager first. <laughs> <laughs> you and your friends. We gotta throw a night you'll never remember. <laughs> exactly. You and your friends. St oh, wait, hold on. I wanna do that puzzle on the other side. Hold on. Yeah, that looks like a good one. Oh, that's like a little snow on the oh, puzzle. Oh, a fun puzzle. Crystal didn't there. finish that Crystal one. Crystal didn't do that one. Crystal did our side. Real Crystal snow. You and your friends strap yourself into the seats of the transporter. A thundering rumbling fills your ears. You slam back against your seat. After several minutes, the pressure dies down and you open your eyes. You're back at Madame Zapp's arcade. <sighs> Jordan cries, unstrapping himself. That was some adventure. I'm glad to be back. You declare. Me too. Katie agrees. It seems so real. It was real, you protest. But then you wonder, was it? Virtual reality is supposed to feel exactly like real life. Did you just imagine that it was all really happening? Where's Madame Zap? Jordan asks. You glance around, there's no sign of her. And then you notice something on the wall of the booth, something very gross. Take a closer look on page 60. You examine the substance closely, it's blue and green. Looks like... Ew! Katie groans. It looks like an exploded Arcturan brain. Jordan exclaims. That's what it is. Says a familiar hollow voice. You jump and glance at the console. The vegan's voice is coming through the speakers. What happened to Madame Zap? You demand. She worked for us. We planted her here to help us find smart earth kids. The vegan tells you. But it seems like she was really in our current spot, looking for game playing tips. When you won the three challenges, her blade exploded. Yuck! <laughs> what? You mutter. Thank you all! The vegan calls. There's a click, and then the voice is gone for good. But that's not the last you'll see of your alien friend. When you, Katie, and Jordan leave the arcade, you happen to glance up at the sky. Then you stop and stare. Look! You call, pointing. Over your heads, a strange blimp-like ship is finishing a skywriting message. This is what it says. Game over. You win.
Woo! GG, GG, GG. That was, that was fairly G, deathless. GG. Like, Absolutely like, deathless the entire well, way through. Well, I mean, I mean, it was one death, but like it was fairly deathless. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. It's fine. I don't, I don't have to necessarily remember that part. It, that's true. Yeah, didn't happen. Didn't happen. Mm. I liked it. I liked it. I enjoyed it quite a bit. I think that, yeah, if, if I didn't know that the cover was different, I wouldn't have come into this thinking anything different, and I wouldn't have left this thinking mm -hmm. anything different. It's just, it's just more goosebumps. Yeah, I'm not sure if I was primed by the cover to think of the things in this that were slightly different to previous Goosebumps, but I did catch one, and it was something that we brought a little bit of attention to on a later one of You Can't Go Home from the Alien, which is more than in previous books, I feel like it specifically sets up cliffhangers in safe situations. So it'll say at the end, like, you know, the lizard turns around and looks at you face to face. And then at the start of the next page, it says, the lizard hasn't actually made eye contact with you. He's putting down his coat, right? It's like trying to ratchet up the tension. And then as soon as you turn over, it relieves it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I yeah, I mean, it, it gives them, you know, much more flexibility in, in creating consistent uh, cliffhangers. But it also means that every time I see a cliffhanger, I'm like, yeah, but is it just going to be someone turns around and says hi? Yeah, it's true. It also could even just be like anything that's different could even just be one book too. Like uh, also it's true. It's like because there's been some books that have felt very different, like mm -hmm. to the point where it felt like someone else was writing. Here's that writing. You know, excuse me, prolific author. I mean, I didn't mean it. Um, but I yeah, I liked it. I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. I zapped in space. I. I don't know. I like I like video game. I like video game. I like mm. virtual reality when it's I don't know. In this in this era, it feels mm. just like a fun novel, silly little space time. I yeah. don't know. I just like it. It, it feels it feels contemporary of Tron. You you yeah, kind of like I found just, a dusty little arcade and it turns out it's ridiculously realistic. Yeah, it's just nice and nostalgic. I liked it. I liked it. Hmm. I, I want to just, uh, just before we get off of the book itself, I want to just draw quick attention to the other side of the two-page spread we're looking at. Yeah. Uh, I know it's a little, slight little spoiler, but it says the words Friendly Ice Hound, and I'm oh. looking at that, and I'm, I'm pretty hyped for the return. Yeah. But, hey, uh, alas, uh, do you have anything you want to mention here? Otherwise, I'll do, like, the shout-out on the couple books that we're looking for and things like that. Not a thing whatsoever. Yeah, well... Uh, if you have, if you're out there, you're listening, you have any lead on uh, the location, whereabouts that we could access, uh, books number 35, Hocus Pocus Horror, number 36, Ship of Ghouls, number 38, Into the Twister of Terror. Those are the ones that are like closest to being relevant that we currently do not have any access to. If you'd like us to, you know, do a podcast episode on those uh, and you have access to them, you can either scan it or you just know where they're where to find it uh let us know over on turn to page cast at gmail.com that is the best way to always reach us uh since you can always you know this can be found anywhere you can find podcasts and it's tough to track down stuff that's the best place to actually get us information uh next best like next best place probably the youtube channel i guess uh but uh the gmail is probably a good way to go but yeah i guess that is that it's going to do it here for this week on Turn to Page. But 
something, but if you're listening, and we'll, we'll was that change? And we'll <laughs> see you next time. Bye bye. Adios.